when we take refuge in Buddha Dhamma, Buddha Dhamma Sangha, those who practice and realize, who have taken refuge in Buddha Dhamma. We're embarking on the greatest voyage of our life. We don't know the ending of this voyage, but we know that there are qualities to develop. And we begin with establishing our virtue. Establishing virtue is valuing kindness valuing nonviolence and harmlessness. If we are focused on harmlessness, that begins with a level of contentment. It is not easy to be content with everything that life presents to us. But if we can remember to be content, even if what we receive is disabling, displeasing, unsatisfying, are hurtful, we try to return to a sense of this is how things are and we can receive without veering into discontent. This is where the restraint must come in. We use our dedication to harmlessness to restrain the mind from harming itself with unwholesome reactivity, with a sense of ill will or rejection. That doesn't mean we approve, but it means that we receive with a heart that is open like the earth Whatever we throw on the earth, it receives it, even if it harms the earth, the earth receives it. Oh, this is a wound, but it remains strong and open to us as a foundation. It may sound a little paradoxical, but examining that closely, we gain strength from developing this attitude because contentment is generous. It's mindful and generous to the moment. It puts us in a receptive posture from which we can develop goodwill, unconditional goodwill. 
glimpses of goodwill, don't do it. So we practice generating goodwill out of this sense of contentment with things, even if we're struggling. As soon as we have some level of, it's okay, I can do this. We gather up more strength so that we can face what we have to face and bring something good out of it. Tie the threads together somehow so that we can endure through a hardship to gain better footing into goodness, harmlessness, generosity. A generosity of heart is the footing for metta, for goodwill. We can't just manufacture metta out of a complaining and irritated mind. We have to establish some prerequisites, some preliminary conditions that will uphold a good will of mind. Otherwise, it won't last. It'll sputter out quickly. So counting our blessings, reflecting and rejoicing in our virtuous commitment, our intention to do good, to be well, to be grateful, to be grateful and gracious. Gracious is, there's a grace, graceful, but also a beauty of heart that can weave from the moment something harmless and pleasing, beneficial, benevolent. The metta itself is a form of benevolence. It's a form of benevolence that we can engender as we purify the mind more and more. Purifying the mind is a lifelong work, but whatever more skillful qualities we've developed, we gather them together like a team teamwork, and from that we generate this loving kindness. And we begin with ourselves. That might be the most difficult of all. Looking at the mind with all its flaws with all its frivolity, 
we bring it back to faith and freedom from ill will. We renounce that which harms us. We do not invest in angry states of mind, in revengeful, resentful, judgmental, opinionated states of mind. We resolve to be forgiving and kind, even to those who do not have the skill to be in that way with us. We forgive them as much as we can and we bear compassion to them. But we begin with ourselves, coming back to, may I be well, may I be happy, may I be peaceful, may I be free from danger, free from harm, free from ignorance, free from delusion. And we keep pervading that feeling of goodwill towards ourselves as a friendliness. How can we find true happiness if we cannot be a good friend to ourselves? And that doesn't mean conceited, thinking, well, I'm so great. But just to be honest, truly look in the mirror and see what's there. Forgive. Encourage. Sustain qualities that can bring sense, wisdom, and wise choices in life to bear. May I be well, may I be happy, may I bring happiness into my life and to others. May I be wise, may I be kind. What a generous mind state that is right there. As soon as we intend the mind in this way, direct it in this way, we're practicing a refined level of virtue, contentment, and generosity. It's a foundation. Generous to this being and when we establish ourselves in this way of giving, we bring forth beautiful strength, of goodness, goodwill in the heart. And then we can offer that to others. But first, really bringing it up for ourselves, strengthening it, Receiving joy from it. Yes, may I be well. And may I be happy. I'm so blessed. 
reviewing all the blessings of our life. I'm breathing, I'm not injured, I have a good life, I can make my life better, I can change myself, I can grow in Dhamma, I can practice kindness, may I continue in this direction. May I emulate those qualities and live them, practice them. Know them moment by moment. Really know them, experience them by living them. Try them out. Try on the dress of kindness. It's such a blessing. We're kind, and people shout at us, what will they do? They won't know what to do. Kindness stops anger in its tracks. It cannot, no one can kill your kindness. They can only kill their own ability to Respond to it any way that they want. And of course, there is violence in the world, and we may suffer from that, but our kindness never dies. This virtue becomes bedrock of our consciousness. It, it establishes it deeply itself deeply within us so that we are kind through and through. If we continue to be kind, there will be nothing else running through our veins, so to speak, but this blood of kindness. The, the water of kindness, the fluid, the fluidity and the cohesion that kindness brings. Water is a cohesive element. Realizing that, may you be well, may you be happy, May you be peaceful. May you be free, free from harm. We start to turn that wealth, that treasure of kindness towards others from a heart that has tasted it, felt it, embodied it. So the kindness empowers us to share this quality with other beings. We turn to beings in the ten directions.
we look to the north, may all beings in the north be well. May they be happy. May they be free from harm, free from danger. May they be warm. May they not be hungry. May they be free. All beings in the north. As we extend and radiate this quality of goodwill outwards, we are aware that this extension strengthens the quality of goodwill within us. Our generosity expands. It has to. We're moving out of the selfish perspective to a more universal one. May all beings in the South be well. May they be happy. May they be free from harm, free from danger. May they live in freedom. Skillfully restrained by goodness but free to live well. With their families, loved ones, in peace and reconciliation. We continue to radiate this quality of goodwill to all beings in the East. That's a lot of beings, many beings in the East. May they all be well. How can they be well? May they be well. Though we cannot guarantee that we can still share that intention, that wish for their well-being. Clouds may come, but the sun continues to shine. So we pervade the goodwill wherever it may reach, we pervade it 
May all beings in the East be well. May they be happy to the fullest extent possible in whatever conditions they face. And already we are tasting the buds of compassion. Because goodwill goes to those who know wellness. Compassion goes to those who are suffering. But even those who may be in a terrible situation, we wish them freedom from suffering, freedom from danger, freedom from harm. May they then be free in the truest sense. We are not pervading with the mind of expectation, but only with the mind of pure, open-hearted generosity to share this energetically as much as our heart can open to. And we do this for beings in the Western direction as well. May all beings to the West of us be well and happy and peaceful. And for us sitting here in Ontario, that's so much joy because we're pervading towards everyone in Portland, the West, friends in the Dhamma, brothers and sisters in the Dhamma, but to all beings in the West, irrespective, we radiate this quality of goodwill, of love and kindness, the heart is open, joyful, sharing, resplendent in this field of goodness shared. We feel happy in pervading this way. May you be free from every kind of suffering or harm or danger. May you gain the fruits of this practice. May your hearts be liberated, free, and with the choice of this human journey to the fullest.
There are beads in the northeast. We radiate in that direction. May you be well. May you be happy. May you live unencumbered. May you be cared for, protected. May you be free. So many beings in this world. Beings in rural areas. Beings in large cities. Beings living alone. Families. Beings being born. Beings studying, beings working hard, beings sick and close to death, beings dying, beings abandoned, beings found, beings practicing, beings free. May all beings in the Northeast be well, happy, and peaceful. May they all receive the blessings of our practice. So northeast, northwest, southeast, southwest. May all these beings be well, happy, and peaceful. May they gain blessings from our well-wishing. May these acts of goodwill, these words of goodwill, these intentions of loving kindness spread far and wide to all these beings in the northeast, in the southeast, in the northwest, in the southwest. Unconditional. We've circled the planet, holding it in its entirety. There is also above and below, all around and everywhere, galaxies, infinite galaxies we cannot conceive of. It's not conceivable. That is the breadth of this Dhamma.
mind cannot find the ending at all. It's endless in scope. Therefore, we pervade into that infinity. This infinite range of goodness, of goodwill, of healing, of wholeness, of rightness, of purity, benevolent, radiant, true, undiversified, sublime, This quality of goodwill can open us to great compassion for the suffering of the world. Again, we begin with radiating the compassion to ourselves. And then outwardly in all directions until we can pervade more and more unconditional compassion, not asking for things to be other than they are, just acknowledging the state of the world. and extending ourselves, our minds, opening the heart to unconditional compassion, whatever suffering there is. We feel that, the compassion for the pain of others. From this field of generosity and empathy, we can also train the mind in the practice of mudita, which is an altruistic joy for the success, for the happiness, for the good fortune of beings everywhere. Serially, from one part of the earth to the other. But eventually, we train the mind in all these qualities to graduate to a dimension of 
equanimity with all conditions. This heart from which we work can be peaceful in the middle of whatever arises. Horrific, resplendent, frightening, or beautiful. We hold them all equally, like the sun radiating light in all directions. For all beings. Equanimity is not indifference. It is the superlative empathy and care which is never diminished by that which it cares about. nor is it increased by that which it, re it rejoices for. That is because of this unconditioned change once. 